Excellent. If you can make your way back to your seats, we're going to get started. And open up your Bibles. Open up your Bibles to Judges chapter 5. Judges chapter 5 is going to be our passage of Scripture this morning in our Seeing Christ in All of Scripture series. Special happy Mother's Day to my mommy and uh, to my mother-in-law, Deborah, who we're going to be looking at in the Scriptures today. Her name is spelled like Deborah in the book of Judges, so I'm excited to look into that as well together with you guys. So the title of the message this morning is The Song of Deborah and Barak, and Judges chapter 5 is our scripture together. So let's read together Judges 5. Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, that the leaders took the lead in Israel, that the people offered themselves willingly, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes, to the Lord I will sing. I will make melody to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the region of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. The mountains quaked before the Lord, even Sinai before the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the, the highways were abandoned. The travelers kept to the byways. The villagers ceased in Israel. They ceased to be until I arose. I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. When new gods were chosen, then war was in the gates. Was shield or spear to be seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless the Lord. Tell of it, you who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who walk by the way, to the sound of musicians at the watering places. There they repeat the righteous triumphs of the Lord, the righteous triumphs of his villagers in Israel. Then down to the gates marched the people of the Lord. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, break out in song. Arise, Barak, lead away your captives of son of Abinoam. Then down marched the remnant of the noble, the people of the Lord, marched down for me against the mighty. From Ephraim, their root, they marched down into the valley, following you, Benjamin, with your kinsmen. From Makir marched down the commanders, and from Zebulun, those who bear the lieutenant's staff. The princes of Issachar came with Deborah, and Issachar, faithful to Barak, into the valley, they rushed at his heels. Among the clans of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Why did you sit still among the sheepfolds to hear the whistling for the flocks? Among the clans of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And Dan, why did he stay with the ships? Asher sat still at the coast of the sea, staying by his landings. Zebulun is a people who risked their lives to the death. And Naphtali, too, on the heights of the field. The kings came, they fought. Then fought the kings of Canaan, Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They got no spoils of silver. From heaven the stars fought. From their courses they fought against Sisera. 
the torrent Kishon swept them away. And the ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon, march on my soul with might. Then loud beat the horse's hooves with the galloping, galloping of his steeds. Curse Moroz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its inhabitants thoroughly, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Most blessed of women be Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, of tent-dwelling women, most blessed. He asked for water, and she gave him milk. She brought him curds in the noble's bowl. She sent her hand to the tent peg and her right hand to the workman's mallet. She struck Sisera. She crushed his head. She shattered and pierced his temple. Between her feet, he sank. He fell. He lay still. Between her feet, he sank. He fell. Where he sank, there he fell dead. Out of the window, she peered. The mother of Sisera wailed through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the hoofbeats of his chariots? Her wisest princess's answer. Indeed, she answers herself. Had they not found and divided the spoil, a womb or two for every man, spoil of dyed materials for Sisera, spoil of dyed materials embroidered, two pieces of dyed work embroidered for the neck as spoil. So may all your enemies perish, O Lord, but your friends be like the sun as he rises in his might. Let's pray. Lord, on this happy Mother's Day, I pray that we will all would be inspired by the godliness and courage and zeal of Deborah and Jael and that these two women of God who are held up as examples in this song, Lord, would bless our souls and encourage us to rise up strong. I pray that we as men would be like Barak who rose up in battle and led the people of God as an army against Sisera and conquered him. God, I ask that you would give us courage as men and that we would be good husbands to our wives, and that we would be a blessing, Lord God, to the people of God around us. So Lord, I I ask that you would have mercy on us, and most of all, I just want to thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us as sinners. There would be no way that we would even be able to fight had you not already fought for us and won on the cross. And so we thank you so much for your finished work, Jesus, and your resurrection from the dead. You are awesome indeed. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, this, this, uh, psalm is real, or this, this song is really just flowing out from the victory that the people of God, Israel, uh, celebrated after it says, if you look at verse 23 of Judges chapter 4, so on that day, God subdued Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the people of Israel. And look what it says of the people of God in verse 24. And the hand of the people of Israel pressed harder and harder against Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. And so there was just this victory song, this celebration, and this remembrance of the Lord, this remembrance of Deborah, and uh, this remembrance of Barak and Jael in this song of, of Deborah and Barak. But God is recognized as the, the mighty warrior who conquered his foes. And so there's so much here in this song for us to be inspired by here, especially in just in God's providence on Mother's Day. We're going to be looking at four points this morning. Number one, a mother in Israel. Number two, a woman of splendors. Number three, most 
blessed among women. And point four, the seed of the woman. The seed of the woman. So point one, a mother in Israel. Deborah, who is in this song, who writes part of this song, is described um, as in Judges chapter four as a woman from Lapidoff. And Lapidoff means, and it's been rendered, a woman of splendors. A woman of splendors. I love this phrase for Deborah. She was a remarkable woman, a, a judge of Israel during this time period, sometime during in the 1300s BC. She was also not just a judge or a, or a leader, she was also a prophetess and a, a judge in Israel. God had blessed her with many gifts and graces. Her name actually means a bee, B-E-E. And she had, as one commentator said of her, she had a sting for foes and honey for friends. I love that expression of Deborah. You get a sense of her character from her name. She was a blessing to Israel in her knowledge of the word and in her wisdom. And you can read about this in Judges chapter 4. If you look at verse 4, now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, or from Lapidoth, one translation says, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the people of Israel came up to her for judgment. And so she has this knowledge of the word and this wisdom of God, and she seemed to judge cases according to the law of Moses. Uh, and the people of Israel would come to her, and they recognized increasingly through the years her strengths to both judge justly and also to lead the people into what is right and just. She made a prediction in this section in, in Judges chapter 4, actually where and when the battle against Sisera should be waged. Now, Sisera is also another player here. He's a leader underneath the, the king of Canaan, Jabin. He's his military commander. And if you look in verse 3 of Judges 4, you see that the, the oppression was so great under this guy Sisera. It says, the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. For this guy Sisera had 900 chariots of iron, and he oppressed the people of Israel cruelly for 20 years. So he oppressed them cruelly. You think of uh, evil rulers in the world today, and they, they sort of come and go. But, but this is 20 years of in-your-face oppression that was cruel. And it gives you a little bit of a sense of context later on when Jael drives the tent peg through his temple of why there was a happy song written about it. <laughs> we can often lose a sense of the context of how evil and wicked this man was, but these times were desperate, and the people of Israel were oppressed cruelly by this man, this wicked man, and, and also the king of Canaan who was destroyed as the people of God rose up and pressed hard against them and overcame them underneath of Deborah and underneath of Barak's military leadership. Matthew Henry writes of Deborah, Deborah was a prophetess, one instructed in divine knowledge by the inspiration of the Spirit of God. She judged Israel as God's mouth to them, correcting abuses and redressing grievances. By God's direction, she ordered Barak to raise an army and engage Jabin's forces. Barak insisted much upon her presence. Deborah promised to go with him. She would not send him where she would not go herself. 
get a sense here of the courage of this woman. Those who in God's name call others to their duty should be ready to assist them in it. And Barak values the satisfaction of his mind and the good success of his enterprise more than mere honor. And Jameson Fawcett Brown said of Deborah, a woman of extraordinary knowledge, wisdom, and piety. What an inspiration, ladies, for you just to look to see these qualities in her as a woman of the word and the wisdom that God gave to her as a woman of the word and her godliness. I mentioned last week she was described by one as the godliest judge in Israel's history, instructed in divine knowledge by the Spirit and accustomed to interpret the Lord's will, who acquired an extensive influence and was held in universal respect insomuch that she became, she became the animating spirit of the government and discharged all the special duties of a judge except that of a military leader. She was willing to go with Barak to the fight, and he greatly valued her being there. You read about that in Judges 4. She led, but she was also willing to go with great courage to add strength to the fight with her presence. And so there's this awesome scene in Judges 4 where Barak leads uh, 10,000 men down a hill, and and they go up against these 900 chariots of iron, and they charge down. Deborah rises up and says, up! And they rise, and, and Barak courageously leads the people down the hill and crush the Moabite army that was oppressing them. It's, it's a beautiful and powerful scene of the victory, and it points ultimately the victory of Christ through his church at the end of the age. So Deborah's knowledge of God, her leadership of the people toward God, her predictions in the Lord, which guided Israel into the fight over Moab, shows a spiritual uh, attentiveness and discernment, her willingness to say, quote, I will surely go with you, Barak, lending confidence to him and to the warriors to fight all the more valiantly are all examples to each and every one of us. Her tenure, it says in Judges 5, you get the, the sense there that under Shamgar, the highways were dangerous because highwaymen were there who would rob the people of Israel. And so they had to take back roads all the time so they didn't get hung up and robbed on the highways. Her, her tenure made the highways safe, it seems, in this song. And that's one of the reasons why she's called a mother in Israel. I love that phrase on Mother's Day. A mother in Israel. She also gave instructions and guidance and judged matters in Israel, but she also brought safety on the road systems as a judge in Israel. And so she was really a woman who was, who brought great glory to God. Point two, she's also described as a woman of splendors. In this wonderful passage, Deborah is seen shining in courage in Judges chapter four. She's urging Barak forward down the mountain against Sisera the commander of the army of Jabin. And she led the people. And, and then Barak rose up and led the people down. And 10,000 men of valor from the tribe of Issachar went down and conquered in the fight. Deborah was a woman of action, a woman of valor. And let her inspire all of you ladies and all of us as men as well to be 
displaying these qualities as well. Her qualities shine forth like a lamp in Israel. Like Remember the word lapidoth or splendors or lights. Her qualities were Christ-like and they remind us of him. Her name was associated with lamp or torches or splendors. So just as Christ is the light of the world and his sacrifice on the cross and resurrection from the dead is the greatest of splendors, Deborah, as a children of light, a child of light, a daughter of light, shined forth and gave victory to the people of Israel. So through faith in Jesus and what he has done, sinners, sinners are transformed from children of darkness into children of light. God has always been faithful to raise up deliverers and saviors for his people. How kind of God to raise up a woman of splendors in Deborah And most of all, how kind of God to raise up Jesus, the light of the world who shined into the darkness of our souls and broke it and shattered it. He has saved us forever, those of us who have repented of our sins and believed. And may God also raise up many Deborahs, women and young women of splendors in our church. He already is. Women who know his word, just by way of application to us, who will shine like bright lamps within the church and whose presence inspire all of us to confidence, to fight and conquer in the spiritual battles, foes in the name of Christ. Oh, Lord, make it so. Make it so. And on this Mother's Day, I'm so thankful that we're able to recognize and honor honor the women of our church who are like Deborah, who know the word, who teach the word of God within our midst, shining the light of the gospel into the life of our church everywhere they go, inspiring the men to fight well for God and with their courageous presence, which we can't do without, inspire us all by saying up into taking new ground for the gospel in our hearts and in our communities and in our workplaces and even to the nations. Ladies, thank you once again for the inspiration you are to all of us. And may God only fill you with even greater zeal to be used in the midst of our church body in the days to come. We need you. We need you. And we thank God for you. Point three, most blessed among women, most blessed among women. The next scene after they come down the hill and conquer the 900 chariots It says in verse 16 of Judges 4 that not a man was left to Sisera. They cut them all down. And here is this tyrant. Here is this mighty oppressor who was just cruelly oppressing the people of Israel. In verse 17 of Judges 4, look at this. Sisera fled away on foot. He was no longer on his mighty chariot. And this is a picture, brothers and sisters, of where the forces of darkness ultimately end up. Here's Sisera fleeing away on foot to the tent of Jael. Wrong place to go, bro. The wife of Heber the Kenite, she was a descendant of Moses. And there was no, there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazor and the house of Heber the Kenite. And Jael came out to meet Sisera and said to him, turn aside, my Lord, turn aside to me. Do not be afraid. So she turned aside 
He turned aside to her into the tent. She covered him with a rug. And he said to her, please give me a little water to drink for I'm thirsty. And so she opened a skin of milk and gave him a drink and covered him. And he said to her, stand at the opening of the tent. He asked her to lie. And if any man comes and asks you, is anyone here? Say no. But Jael, the wife of Heber, took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand. And she went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple until it went down into the ground while he was lying fast asleep from weariness. And so he died. And behold, as Barak was pursuing Sisera, Jael went out to meet him and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. So he went into her tent, and there lay Sisera dead with the tent peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the people of Israel. God subdued. And he did this through the means of grace of Jael and the men of Issachar and of Barak and of Deborah's courageous voice. Collectively, these people of Israel did mighty deeds together. And Jael in Judges chapter 5, I love this phrase. She's called most blessed among women, amongst the tent dwelling women of the time because of what she did. And in this next scene is, is after he is knocked off of his chariot, is one of Sisera the oppressor no longer leading a chariot horde, but all alone seeking refuge in the tent of Jael, knowing he was being hunted and too exhausted to go on. This is meant to remind us, brothers and sisters, that the cause of evil will not ultimately win. And as we look at these days of darkness out in our times, let us never forget that Christ has the victory and is marching us on to victory. Amen? Let us be encouraged. Let us be encouraged because this is where evil ends up. In fact, I can't resist. I was going to share this later, but Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. You want to know? I love this. Revelation 20, verse 10. And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That's his end. After all of his raging, after all of his rising up and being the accuser of the brethren and all the times that he has oppressed you and I as believers in Christ, his end will be like Sisera's, just cast into the pit of fire, never to be heard from again. And we will have rest forever and ever without oppression. We will be able to walk on the highways and byways of the streets of gold without any fear, brothers and sisters, of oppression any longer. Aren't you so looking forward to that day that's coming? And let us live in the good of the victory Christ has won through his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead even now. We need some of that, don't we? We need a reminder in this fallen world of where this world is going. It is going to the victory of Christ, portrayed here even in this scene, in this happy scene in Judges chapter 5. A mighty man rising up to cut down the people of God, his armies routed and his chariot gone, fleeing for on foot and looking for a refuge and a rest. So exhausted he can't even go on. So much so that at the moment she takes the ten peg and drives it down, he can't even move. 
He is so utterly spent and exhausted. God gets the victory. And so Jael was the agent of God's justice upon this wicked man, Sisera. And when he was slain, he did not even flinch. And let us remember that the battle is the Lord's. And that we fight in a victorious battle, as Tom reminded us in worship today. Our Lord is a warrior, the Word of God says, and great is His power. Don't forget the phrase in verse 23 of chapter 4, God subdued Jabin, the king of Canaan, and God subdued Satan through His finished work on the cross. And brothers and sisters, let us not ever fear that the enemy is going to be able to rise up in power and overcome us. Greater is he who dwells within us than he who is in the world. We have the spirit of almighty God within us if we've repented of our sins and believed in Christ. We are children of God, and as such, we will never ultimately be conquered. We will be knocked down, and we will rise up again. And let us be encouraged by this passage. And the final point, the seed of the woman. The seed of the woman. The promise in Genesis 3.15, listen carefully to this, about Christ, is that the seed of the woman, speaking of Eve, and speaking of Mary, the mother of Jesus, the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. Crush his head. The woman, Jael, crushed the head of an agent of the serpent who was bent on terrorizing the people of God and defying God's cause. And in that way, Jael reminds us of Eve and of Sarah, Rebecca, and Rachel, and all down the line of the Israelite women to Mary whose seed carried forth the line all the way to our Savior, Jesus Christ. The power of women of God to be the means God uses to crush evil utterly and crush the head of the serpent and children of the serpent cannot be overstated. Satan's head was crushed at the cross of Christ where Jesus broke the power of sin and darkness and silenced the accuser of the brethren's voice forever. Our advocate, Jesus Christ, was brought forth from tender but strong Mother Mary who, like Jael, was called the most blessed of women. Jael was most blessed in her day because as verse 26 of Judges 5 says, she struck Sisera, she crushed his head, she shattered and pierced his temple. Mary was most blessed of women now and for all time because she was the humble servant of God that God raised up to give birth to the mightiest warrior of all time, the great serpent killer, Jesus Christ, who crushed Satan's head. So get it? Crushed head, crushed head. It's meant to remind us all 
of Christ and what he has done when Christ took on flesh and lived and then died for sinners to save them from the wrath of God. Oh, let all of hell tremble. For now Satan and all of his evil servants have been defeated forever. Satan is bleeding out right now from his head being crushed by Jesus' death and resurrection from the dead. And though he rages in a way that sleeping Sisera didn't raise rage, these days of evil, these days of evil represent Satan's dying gasps, his last gasps. And yes, they are furious. But it won't be long now, brothers and sisters, until he is cast into the fiery pit forever and tormented day and night there, oppressing the people of God no longer. And he will be heard from no more forever. He will be utterly judged and defeated and tormented day and night. And then like dead Sisera in this passage, Satan will never trouble God's people anymore. God's people on that day will experience the joy of evil Satan cast down. And like verse 31 talks about in Judges chapter 5, so may all your enemies perish, O Lord, but your friends. Remember what Jesus calls you? John 15, believer? You are my friends. My friends. Greater love has no one than this, and he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you, Jesus says. Your friends be like the sun as he rises in his might. You're going to rise. You're going to rise from the dead after you die, and once you rise from the dead, you will never die again. Just like Christ will never die again. You will dwell forever in the new heavens and new earth in heaven with your risen Savior, and you will enjoy rest. I love how Judges 5 ends, and the land had rest for 40 years. Oh, Deborah, thank you so much for what you helped Israel to receive these 40 years of rest before they once again slipped into sin and were oppressed again. But Jesus, thank you for the eternal rest that you have purchased for the people of God. And church, aren't you so excited to enter into that rest and to lay down your burden, never to sin again against your God, never ever to be oppressed by an oppressor again, and only forever enjoy eternal pleasures and eternal rest with your Savior, who you'll see face to face, who crushed Satan's head. Moms, the seed of the woman did this. Happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your awesome, awesome work. Thank you for the way that you have conquered over every foe. God, thank you so much for the power, Lord God, of godly women and the moms and the women in our church, the the single women in our church. The, The women we have in this church are so wonderful and they love you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would pour forth even more zeal in the wonderful women in our church, that they would rise up like 
Deborah rose up and like JL rose up and they would be women who, who stand against evil in our times and who would have courage, Lord, courage to stand against oppression and stand against, Lord God, evil and wickedness by proclaiming the gospel of Christ. The seed of the woman has crushed the head of the serpent. Lord, I pray that our ladies in this church would be proclaimers of Jesus Christ and his death on the cross for sinners, so much so that any sinner who repents of their sins and believes in Jesus will not perish, but have everlasting life with Jesus. I pray that our ladies would be proclaimers of this truth and that there would be many women and many men and children led to the Lord through the women in our church and that the men all around them would be inspired to rise up and to be the men God's calling them to be. Thank you for the help already that we have received to this point in the battle from the women in this room. God, strengthen them. Strengthen them now, Holy Spirit, even as they go on in the fight. And I pray, God, you would use all of us to charge down the hill and that we would be courageous in this fight of faith. Help us participate with zeal and passion in this glorious cause of the advance of the gospel in in our times. Help us not to be on the sidelines, even as in Judges 5, it's mentioned that some of the tribes of Israel, through great searchings of heart, stayed back from the battle. They wouldn't leave their flocks and wouldn't leave their ships or the coastline to come and help their brothers in the fight. God, let it not be so in our church. I pray that every man, woman, and child in our church would rise up like the sons and daughters of Issachar and would rise up and charge down the hill and break the chariots of iron of wickedness in our culture, that we would be filled with courage and zeal and passion for Christ, and that we would rise up, Lord God, for your glory, not for our own, but for your glory, and you would advance your gospel cause greatly in this Reading area and to the world mightily through us. We are weak, but you, Almighty God, are strong, and you are the one who subdues Israel's enemies but we want to be means of grace. We want to be like Deborah. We want to be like J.L., Lord. We want to be like Barak. We want to be these kind of men and women for your glory. God, here we are. Use us. Send us. We love you so much. Bless our ladies in this church as they fellowship after the service today. Bless them as they go forth and enjoy the rest of this remaining day. Help them to be encouraged most of all in Jesus. That you love them so much, Father, that you sent your own Son to die for them. So that Jesus now, because of what you've done in dying on the cross for their sins, you call them friends. Friends. And Father, you call them daughters. Daughters of the Most High. Oh, these are the most blessed of women that they would be called daughters of the Most High God, that they would be called friends of Jesus. And like the passage says, let your friends be like the sun as he rises in his might. We love you so much, Jesus, for all you've done.
It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Isn't God awesome? Don't you love him? I love him so much. Ladies, happy Mother's Day and enjoy the remainder of your day. God bless you.